0: Jesus, we to you. You live in this scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube-streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on January 28, 2024. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Holy Gospel according to Mark, chapter 1. Glory to you, O Lord. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, throwing him into convulsions and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. Grace, peace and mercy are ours through the triune God. Amen. Amen. Today's sermon is provided by the LCANZ for later readers with just a few slight adjustments. The setting for today's gospel is Capernaum, which in ancient times was a significant settlement of about 1,500 people. Capernaum was a thriving fishing village on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. It's the hometown of the apostles, Peter, James, Andrew, and John whom Jesus called to follow him as his disciples, and we heard about them last week. Importantly, today's text is set on a Saturday, the day of the Sabbath, the day in the week that God had commanded Israel to rest, to rest by coming into his presence to receive his divine favor. Mark tells us that as soon as the Sabbath came, Jesus entered the synagogue and was teaching them. The picture we have is of utter silence, of being able to hear a pin drop, because all mouths are closed. Every eye is fixed on Jesus, every ear straining towards his words. All are amazed at Jesus' teaching, because he teaches as one having authority. Not like the scribes, Mark tells us. So what does it mean that they were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes? Well, the scribes were like the theologians of the day. They were a part of the Sanhedrin, which was the ruling council of Israel. And they had authority, but not authority like Jesus Speakers giving an address on what we know as the Old Testament would introduce their sermon with, Thus says the Lord, when proclaiming a message that came from the prophets. Or if they were giving an address on the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, they would say, Moses says. But Jesus is different. He doesn't appeal to other scriptural authority, but he claims divine authority for himself. For example, in his Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew 5, Jesus says, You have heard it said, but I tell you. In Matthew 8, he says, I say to you, many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham. And in Mark 5, he says, Little girl, I say to you, get up. And immediately the girl who had died stood up. And walked around jesus teaches as one having authority mark says not as the scribes and this is seen clearly in the episode that takes place next in our gospel reading evil manifests in a man with an unclean spirit who shouts out what do you want with us jesus of nazareth have you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god Imagine that. Jesus' audience is still silent, but now for different reasons. They're stunned. Imagine their shock and their fear. Imagine if it happened here. On the one hand, this is a terrible disruption. Jesus is in the synagogue preaching and the unclean spirit cries out and stops his address in its tracks. Yet on the other hand, God has allowed this to happen for his purposes. This unclean spirit is being used for God's purposes. For unwittingly there in the synagogue, which is the place for proclaiming divine truth, this unclean spirit has just proclaimed the true identity of Jesus. The demon has acknowledged that Jesus is truly human. He has a local origin. He comes from Nazareth. Yet this Jesus who is fully human is none other than the Holy Son of God. Fully human Jesus is at the same time truly divine. So there you have it right there. The demon has just proclaimed what the whole Old Testament has pointed to. This Jesus is God's own son. The spirit knows who Jesus is and what is about to happen. This is the perfect opportunity for Jesus to demonstrate that his authority is real, that what he says happens. Mark records for us that Jesus rebuked this unclean spirit saying, be silent and come out of him. And having convulsed the man, the unclean spirit cried out in a great voice and came out of him. We might have expected a bigger power struggle, but there is none. There's no special ritual needed. Jesus simply commands and the unclean spirit does what it's told. And so Mark records that all in attendance at the synagogue were astonished. What is this? A new teaching with authority. He even commands the unclean spirits and they submit to him. Yes, this Jesus teaches with authority like none other. Now there are some major parallels with this text and with the creation account in Genesis. In Genesis one, we hear the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Genesis tells us that before God started creating, there was this dark watery unordered mass. In Jewish thought, This symbolized chaos and evil. And other ancient creation mythologies have a similar watery mass that is personified as a type of chaos monster with which the gods do battle to eventually bring order out of the chaos. But in the Genesis creation account, there is no divine cosmic struggle in the beginning because God is the almighty God who has all authority god simply speaks good order into existence god said let there be light and there was light he separated the light from the darkness light shines in the darkness light exposes darkness and drives it away god said let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water and it was so god called the expanse sky And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. We can miss the rich theology behind this because we haven't grown up with a Jewish worldview. This opening of Genesis is quite profound. It is saying that God has all authority and control and that everything obeys his command. Mark shows us Jesus as the Son of God who also has authority over creation, authority over both the man and the unclean spirit. He is the light of the world shining in the darkness of the life of the man with the unclean spirit. That day there in the synagogue in Capernaum, God again brought light into darkness and good order into chaos simply by speaking. Mark's whole purpose in today's text is not to focus on the man or the unclean spirit, but on Jesus, the one who has authority over evil, to destroy its power and its stranglehold on humanity. Throughout his ministry on earth, Jesus showed his authority time and time again over evil by freeing those who were bound in the kingdom of darkness. These miracles pointed ahead to where he once and for all won the victory over evil on the cross. He descended into hell to preach to the spirits his victory, and in triumph he rose again to conquer sin and to bring life for the world. And that is why, though we live in the midst of evil and darkness, they need not paralyse us with fear, for Jesus has authority over it to do away with it, And he has done this for the whole world. But today's text also shows us that not only does Jesus destroy the power of evil, but he has compassion on the victims of it. He uses his authority not for himself, but for the sake of others, to bless and to serve. He is the one who rescues, who unbinds, who makes whole who gives hope of new beginnings, as he did for the man possessed with the unclean spirit. He freed him from the dark bondage in which he was trapped, just as he has freed us from our bondage to the kingdom of darkness and brought us into his kingdom of light. Jesus continues to defeat evil for us every Sunday by forgiving our sin, by speaking his words of life to us, by purifying us with his body and blood. Just as he was in the Capernaum synagogue, Jesus is truly present here, preaching and teaching his authoritative word. What he says happens. He declares grace to us through the absolution. He speaks to us in the readings. He proclaims his mighty promises to us. He leads us in prayer to his Father with the prayer he teaches his disciples to pray. He blesses us as we return to our homes. Every Sunday he is present, reaching out in compassion and in grace. We have been freed by our loving Lord to live in freedom, to serve God and one another in freedom. We've been freed to ask the same question that's asked in our text What do you want with us jesus of nazareth the difference is we need not ask it in fear and trembling or out of compulsion but joyfully in response to the lavish love of god what do you want with us jesus of nazareth how would you have us show compassion today what do you want with us jesus of nazareth what priorities do you want us to reorganize so that we don't lose opportunities to rest with you and reach out to others. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Give us ears to hear you and to understand, hands that serve you and feet that follow where you lead. Speak your creative power into our hearts so that we serve others with the same compassion that you showed to the man in the Capernaum Synagogue. You are here too, Jesus. This is your church. Preach to us. Astonish us with your authority. Comfort us with your gospel. Bring assurance that your promises are to each one of us. Purify us with your most precious blood. And work in us what is pleasing to you. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? For you are our saviour and the source of all life. You are the Holy One of God and we belong to you. Amen.